Have you gone on Kramer's Instagram to go see the number of comments of people leaving him encouragement? Yes. Hundreds of people just going and writing podcast, do a podcast, podcast ideas. Great. Do it. Take the leap. Uh, love it. Love if you, it. If you don't know what we're talking about, you haven't listened to our bonus episode yet, but that is up. Go listen to it. And we talk about uh, Jess friend Kramer and he just got fired. So we have a little prompt for you in that episode. But, you know, it just goes to show people get fired, but there are great people that are ready to lift you up and see you do awesome things. And if you are a Kramer listener who is joining the Upside community, welcome. We're so happy to have you here. Thank you. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for my car. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for... This cozy blanket I have right now. The reason we start our show every day with just saying what we're grateful for is because we believe that, no, that's not even the wrong right word. We know that practicing daily gratitude changes your life because it's happened to both of us. And we've been talking about gratitude on on social media, on my blog, on Jeff's radio shows slash our show for a long time. And one of the questions that we get frequently is, so what do you say? Like, what do you come up with? So we use that every day as an example of the little or big things that we say to maybe give you inspiration for what to say and to also show that you can do it on the fly and on the spot and there's no wrong answer or wrong way to do it. Because if the world is crumbling around you, right, if things are really, really bad and you're standing in your kitchen about to leave for the day and you think everything's terrible, but you're forced to think of one good thing, like it might be the fact that you have a kitchen to stand in on that day. Like that might be it. But it just reminds you that no matter how bad things are, there are good things out there. So yes. And um, it does. It changes the chemistry in your brain. Science has proven that. Um, but Callie and I both live it because we're naturally negative people and it's made us different. So anyways, that's why we start the show with gratitude every every day. And if if you are new here and, and the first episode you listened to was the one with Kramer yesterday, you may have picked up the, on the fact that I, Jeff, worked in radio for a long time and like Kramer, got fired. I got fired last year. And this podcast after is, 25 years, yep, 20, people know no loyalty. And by people, I mean radio. So <laughs> God's bad. So, uh, so I came over and started the podcast with, with my wife, Callie, just a, a few months after getting fired and it's gone really, really well. And I thought I had done a really good job of shaking my radio identity and whenever there was anything remotely radio-ish that I wanted to do, I would either flag it. Like, I'm about to ask you about a couple radio things I want to do. Um, but then Callie springs on me like an hour ago. Well, you know why it might not be working is because you used your radio voice. Okay. 
we're running an ad to promote our show. And basically we don't even know where it's run. So it's kind of fun. Um, seeing all your messages on where you heard it. Like someone messaged me yesterday and was like, oh my gosh, I heard you guys on Adam Carolla's podcast and you know, whatever. So that's really fun. Uh, and the point of doing that is cause other people who might not know about our show, but are already podcast listeners might listen to our show. And we recorded this promo for the show, but I don't feel like it represents who we are. And I told Jeff that when we recorded it, I'm like, this is fine, but it sounds like a, Hey, here's who I am. And Hey, here's who I am. But it doesn't give you a good sense of what we do here. And I think when Jeff does commercials and stuff like that, sometimes you get into a radio voice, which is great. But I think people who are hardcore podcast listeners, don't like radio and haven't for some time. So I feel like we should, our advertisement should be a clip of our show as it really is instead of, Hey, I'm Callie. Hey, I'm Jeff. And you know what what I mean? It's too like, (laughs) that's fine. But what do you mean? Radio voice? You know what your radio voice is. No, you don't. It's so different than right now. Yes, it is. Okay, let's hear it. Okay, so you're going to do a spot for our dog, Lily, right? You're going to sell Lily because she is an advertiser on our show. Okay, I would say, ladies and gentlemen, get yourself a brand new Lily. You are downplaying it right now. You do it. How does it sound when when I do radio voice? You're like, um... Who's our... Hey, I'm Jeff Dollar. No, I don't. You so do. Can you play the commercial? Do you have it? The 30 second one? Yeah. Yeah, hold you on. You don't have to play the whole thing, but like, the, can you play the beginning so people can know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Uh, give me give me five seconds here to grab it. And you don't have to play the whole thing, but like just the beginning, you do radio, you change your voice. My name is Jeff Dollar and my wife Callie and I podcast our lives every single day. The good, bad, embarrassing, funny. Yes. We talk about it all. That's so different. Yes, it is. It is Radio Jeff. And you like turn on this like, yeah, you do it. A lot of radio personalities do it because I follow okay, well, well, or on. used to follow on Instagram and then they have like one voice for Instagram and then, yeah. Okay, I'm going to play more of it because I'd like to hear your voice in there, okay? No, it's it's the same. My name is Jeff Dollar and my wife Callie and I podcast our lives every single day. The good, bad, embarrassing, funny, we talk about it all. We want everyone to know about the magic of daily gratitude because practicing that changed our lives. So- Your voice doesn't sound any different. No, it doesn't. Yours does. Plus, I don't feel like that's like, if you don't know us personally, why would you tune into that? You know what I mean? I feel like it needs to be clips of the show or really what they're going to hear on the show. Because otherwise it's like, well, I don't know them. Who cares? Husband and wife. Got it. Okay, cool. Bye. But we only have 30 seconds. I know. So do you think it should just be something like... um, Hey, we know you love podcasts and we have a podcast and no, I think you do a clip. I think you find a clip or something compelling. And here's why, when I was a radio listener, the stuff that would pull me in is hearing in the commercial breaks clips of the actual show. I'm like, Oh, 30 seconds is so short. It's so short, but I think it can be done. What clip do we use? I don't know when we have, when we have a moment that I feel like, sums up our show, uh, I will tell you. What if we had listeners of the show saying what they like about it? Like, what if it was- I don't think people, the other shows, listeners are going to care about that. Or we just say, take your idea, which might be better, 
and just get on there and say your new favorite podcast. Want to know what it is? Text whatever to this that, number. That's what I was thinking of doing. It's like if we just popped on and said, we know you love podcasts and we know what your next favorite podcast will be. You just don't know it yet. And then like bribe them and say, if you text, you know, whatever the code word is. Anyways. You get a prize. Yeah. So I think that's fine. Mm. Obviously, we need to switch up. The point is our ad is failing miserably. It's not failing miserably. It's just not working <laughs> at all. <laughs> yeah, same thing. It's not working. So uh, on the upside, we are going to try something else. And we will see if that works. And, you know. All right. Here are two other radio ideas that I have. So feel free to shoot these down. But they both popped into my head over the past 24 hours. Okay. Okay. Have you ever heard of the radio stations? I've done this before. And it's the radio contest where it's like, who do you know? And you try to get the biggest celebrity mm -hmm. to call the show. Mm -hmm. and, and, and then whoever gets the biggest celebrity to call the show wins $5,000 or something like that. Okay. We don't have a crazy budget like that or really any budget at all. <laughs> but if we did scrape some money together, what if we did that with the podcast, but it was – getting an influencer to post about the show. So whoever can get the influencer with the most followers to drive traffic to our show wins 500 bucks or something. So I don't know the number, but like if you get like, yes, no, you're kind of, you see your thinking phase. I think it's too, I think it's too gimmicky. Okay. I think it's cheesy. I think we come up with something. You're better than that, Jeff Dollar. All right. And then the other idea that I had was we record our show in our den or living room. Which is it? This is a living room. We. I feel like you change it to, with me every I time. I seriously don't. A living room is the room you don't live in. Okay. So we record the show <laughs> in, in the our, our living room. And every radio station now sells studio sponsorships. Mm -hmm. So at the top of the hour, it's like hey, blah, 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 you're listening to this radio station in the, you know, Toyota RAV4 studio or whatever, mm -hmm. right? Why don't we sell a studio sponsorship and at the start of every show, have it be the name, but it should be like a furniture store or something. And they so it's like State Farm Arena, but like for our studio? Right. Like you get naming rights to our studio? Correct. But but it has to be like a furniture type store. So it's like the American. Oh, that's funny. And all the furniture in the room. I'm so into this. I wonder if Pottery Barn would sponsor that. That would be so fun. And then you start every show with in the Pottery Barn studio. Oh my gosh. I love that. And, and my next level. So yeah, okay. This is a radio idea that I'm expanding on. The next level would be like twice a year. We redecorate our studio or once a year. I don't know how often. But, and then we give away all the old studio <gasps> stuff. I love that. If you own a furniture store, we will totally do that. And I'm just going to cut to the chase real quick and say that if you have a business that wants to in some way sponsor our show, we'll take it. Yeah. We'll figure out a way to make that work. <laughs> yeah. We, um, just email either one of us, Jeff or Callie at callieandjeff.com. Uh, so yeah. Okay. So I'm one for three with radio related things. Yeah. One for three. Uh, well, I just think you're so creative. I think you have better, more exciting things than you. But I was thinking of the influencer thing. Can we talk about your, are we ever allowed to talk about your mean girls promotion idea that you had? 
That was like the best radio idea of all time that no one thought was cool, like that he worked with. One person that I worked with got it. And when we talked about it, I could, he had worked there much longer than I had. And I, he, I could just see the defeat overwhelm him as I was like, yeah, nobody else is into it. And he was almost like, "Eh, what was the idea? The idea was last year in 2018, I think. That would be two years ago, two years ago, or was it 2019? It doesn't matter. It was 2018. But is it October 22nd? Because you were fired last year. I know, but I thought of it like a year out. October 3rd. On October 3rd, he asked me what day it was. Yeah. From Mean Girls. From Mean Girls. Mm -hmm. Well, October 3rd, either last year or the year before, fell on a Wednesday. So on Wednesdays, we wear pink. Mean Girls, by the way, is a fantastic movie. (laughs) Jeff hadn't seen it until a couple years ago, and it's awesome. I love it. I've watched it a dozen times. So on Wednesdays, we wear pink. And Wednesday was on October 3rd this year. So I thought, because I was working at a a female-targeting radio station, why don't we rent a theater and have Mean Girls on the screen and, and, and have like a bakery make those, you know, candy bars. The, yes. The Calteen bars, the Calteen bars. Mm-hmm. And then the, the martinis that, that mom was drinking yes. and all and do all mean girls stuff and have it because it's pink and it's October and have it be like a breast cancer fundraiser. And it would be huge. And everybody was like, I don't get it. I'm like, <laughs> what do you mean? You don't get and like, is mean girls a big deal? And I'm like, what are you talking about? Is Mean Girls a big deal? They're like, Jeff, pipe down. Keep your genius ideas to yourself. Anyways, I thought that was so dang smart. And I still want to do that. But I don't know when October 3rd will happen again. It, happen- a- it, it happens every year. <laughs> you know what I mean? On a Wednesday, because that was perfect. But we could do it on any October 3rd. I mean, it doesn't, it, it would be ideal. But That's true. But Mean Girls isn't exactly like the theme oh. of the upside, so. October 3rd is a Saturday this year. I know, but we can't have a Mean Girls themed party. That's like the anti upside. But it ends. Everybody's good at the end. Uh, yeah. Raise, raise your hand if you've ever been personally victimized by, you know, like, yeah, we could do it. <laughs> Keep it, put it on the table. Okay. I'm, Anyways, I was I, not expecting the show to go in this direction. All right. Radio check. Um, I found a article on psychology today and I thought a few things would interest and spark your attention and fascination, Jeff Dollar. And the name of the article is eight hacks that will stretch your sense of time. And here's oh, why amen. I, yes. here is why I thought of Jeff, because Jeff has problems with time management and he constantly feels like there is not enough time in his world. I was t- on the phone uh, two nights ago with our, our friend Lace. And I said to her, how do people, cause her and her husband, they don't have kids either. I said, how do people with kids do it? And she's like, I don't know. And we commiserated for 10 minutes about how we always find more stuff to do just to fill the day, like just to fill every nook and cranny of time. And I don't know how it's, how? I don't know where the time goes. I don't know. I don't like it. But Jeff like disappears into his own brain and then looks at the clock and is like, how did the whole day get away? And I haven't done this and I haven't done You know that. what I like, did? Can I admit what I did for 20 minutes yesterday yeah. morning? We have a candle on the dining room table that smells really good. 
Okay. The wax was super uneven. You did not spend 20 minutes making a candle even. Well, it's even now. I'm not sure how it got there. <laughs> Maybe it was Lily. See, this is why at some point we need to be. See, if we had an assistant, this is what Jeff would have them doing. Can you even out the candle? No, I wouldn't. They would be able to do other stuff. Like do our show. They, and would, then be, you, they would be able to do important work things. And I would have free time to even out the candle. Okay. So um, they suggested a couple of things for making time seem longer. And the first one I was like, huh, okay. You're kind of getting me with this one. So their point was when you're a kid, time goes so slow because you're always waiting for something, right? You're waiting for recess or lunch or a vacation or, right. you know, you're just waiting on a lot of things, right? So they're saying, and that goes on, like when you get your first car, when you graduate, all this stuff. So as adults, since we have more of a control over our own time, we tend to rush through things quicker. We want to order things faster, book the vacation now, go next week, whatever. Their suggestion is to space out things that you are anticipating. So... How would that work? Okay. So if you're really excited about a pair of shoes, don't choose expedited shipping. Choose the longer shipping. So you have something because they're saying psychologically waiting for exciting things to happen. The waiting part extends your day. Okay. And makes it seem longer. So if you, they want you to plan vacations further in advance. Because they the world, to, it's such a get it now, get it immediately. Have the gratification and then everything's so fast that they say, when you can pull things out, pull things out and it'll be subtle, but plan your vacation out a year ahead of time. So you have something to look forward to. And they specifically said, don't choose expedited shipping, make the shipping longer for an item that you're really excited about. And I was like, huh, it's not a terrible idea. So it says, fill your days with more anticipation, wait more. Which I was like, hmm. okay. Um, their second one was track time, which I'm like, no, I, I don't like that. Like set a timer. And maybe this would help you or like, I know a coworker that gets really wrapped up with time stuff, but to, um, set a timer, for almost every hour during the workday and take five, 10, 15 seconds to breathe and notice what time it is. I um, have, have tried the track timer thing. It seems um, like it would be distracting. With where I will look at the clock and say, okay, I'm going to answer emails till 10 a.m., mm -hmm. right? So it's like 8.45 and I'm like, I'm going to, for the next hour and 15 minutes, I'm going to bang out emails. But then what happens is I, if I go over it, I'm like, I just, I, I think that would work for me, but I think I would actually have to physically set an alarm. That's what I'm saying. Okay. That's what they're saying to do physically set an alarm. So you have to notice what time it is. And you're more aware of how much time okay. you're spending on things, which for me wouldn't work. Cause I struggle super bad with ADHD and I'm not medicated. And for me, if I look down at the clock, then I'm going to answer a text message. Then I'll answer an email. Then I'll look at something else and I will totally lose track of whatever it is that I'm doing. But you could set a time Cause what I'm thinking might work for me with that would be to set the timer and almost put on my phone the alarm and put it out of my physical reach, mm -hmm. knowing that I just don't have to touch it until it goes off. That could be a thought. Yes, true. 
Um, and then the third one I thought was kind of dumb, get bored, like look out the window for no reason, like get bored. And that sparks something in your brain that I'm trying to learn how to meditate and it's the worst thing ever. So yeah, I'm not going to add any more. But okay. The fourth one I do like, and I think that you and I have talked about this for, and, um, it says to do the hard biggest task in your day. Very first thing in the morning. That's, um, eat the frog first. Yes, this is exactly what it says. It says to quote Mark Twain, it's if it's your job to eat a frog, it's best to do it first thing in the morning. And if it's your job to eat two frogs, it's best to eat the biggest one first. So do the toughest, most unpleasant thing. Um, cause we feel like we're running out of time if we don't take care of it. So we could spend the whole day avoiding that hard or long task. And then we're constantly stressed the whole day of like, Oh my gosh, I'm not gonna have enough time. I'm not going to have enough time. And that makes time speed up. This sounds really odd, but one thing that helps me out is if I make my bed, our bed, the second I get out of it in the morning, um, that helps me feel like it's good. Like that's, I've accomplished something like my day is going to be filled with accomplishments. But if I come into the other room, like sometimes the dogs need to go out or whatever. And if it's drizzling, I'll say, well, I'm just going to sit at my computer for five minutes until the dogs need to come back right. in. And then I get wrapped up in emails or I get wrapped up looking something up or whatever. And I, and then it gets to be like 11 AM and I haven't made the bed then I feel like I've wasted the whole day, I think even though I've been productive in the morning. I think you have a really weird relationship with time. It's and terrible. I don't I, know why. And it's funny because um, a really good friend of mine has the same issues with time. Like I know a couple of people who really struggle with time and they have a terrible relationship with time. And I wonder what that is. Like, it would be interesting if you ask your therapist. Are we talked about it this week. Oh, what'd she say? Okay. What she said, and I thought this is really, really interesting. And I'll have to ask uh, my dad about this next time we go up to visit. Mm -hmm. But my mom would always have a watch. My, my mom did not work since she got sick back in the mid 80s. And my dad retired 15, maybe 20 years ago now, like over 15 years ago, he retired. So neither one of them needed to wear a watch. My dad never did. He, right. wore, he wore his nice watch um, when he would travel. Mm -hmm. But other than that, neither one of them needed a watch. But she always had a watch on and was always noting the time, especially if we were. Was that when you were a kid too, or just when she got sick? I don't re That's what I have to ask my dad about. Okay. Like if, if she was very punctual, I guess would be the word, um, before she got sick. But, but in later years, we would make fun of her because if we were all up at the lake together and it was, 7 p.m. or 8 p.m. and we were going to turn the grill on and make hamburgers and hot dogs or chicken or whatever. Like, what are we? What? It's 8 p.m. What are we eating so late for? And Jeff would go, Mom, you got where you got to be. Right. You got nowhere to be. You got nowhere. You don't. You don't have to be anywhere until you got to be at the airport in 10 days. Mm -hmm. So let's eat a hot dog at 8 p.m. Oh, it's just crazy. It's so late. And when I told my therapist that, she goes, "That's really interesting because that could have been 
hardwired into her and passed down to me. But yes, I have a terrible, terrible, terrible relationship with time. But I wonder if that's something like if she would say that that's something. So obviously she thinks it's a learned behavior, but I wonder if she would go one step further to say, like, is that something that you will just inherently always struggle with and you find ways to cope with? Or are there ways to force your brain to be better? Can you rewire your brain with that? I am in the process of trying to rewire my brain and I can feel the, like if I have not accomplished stuff by noon, I feel like I've had a, it's been a worthless day. And that's from 25 years of working, having my workday start at 3.45 a.m. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like that's, so that's wired in there. So I'm trying to break that. Mm Mm-hmm. And have 3 p.m. be a fine time. To, like if if I'm doing work at 3 p.m., I'm like, oh, my gosh, I've, this whole day. Right. When really this. it's like the halfway point of your day. Correct. Because most because people, your schedule is different now. Yeah. All right. Let's say thank you right now to some of our partners who make the upside possible. We're all faced with things in life that we don't know how to do. And as adults, we got to figure it out, right? Well, maybe Skillshare.com can help you figure out whatever you're trying to tackle right now. On my to-do list is figuring out how the heck to design merchandise for the Callie and Jeff line. And I'm doing that right now with the Skillshare class on t-shirt design and manufacturing Yeah, they have that. Also learning about an introduction to SEO. Also, iPhone photography, how to take pro photos on your iPhone. They're all things that I don't know how to do that I'm able to learn with Skillshare, and it's helping me be a better business owner. You can explore all the classes right now at Skillshare.com slash upside and get two free months of their premium membership. Again, that's Skillshare.com slash upside and get two free months of their premium membership. Time is precious. Nobody has extra time to open 12 different jars of vitamins and and get them all ready every single morning. You're rushing. You're barely lucky if you just grab a quick breakfast. Make care of part of your daily routine and life is easier. You take a quick quiz online at takecareof.com and they will tell you what vitamins and supplements are right for you. Then they deliver them to your house and every single day has its own little packet. So if you're rushing, just shove that packet in your pocket and when you get to work or school or wherever you're going, boom, there it is. Is They take the guesswork out of what to buy and they make it easy and convenient. You can get 50% off your first care of order when you go to takecareof.com, take their quiz and use the code upside50. That's takecareof.com in the code upside50. Look, I'm not going to try to act like I know a ton about beauty products, okay? But what I know is what I like. And what I like is Thrive Cosmetics. Here's the deal, okay? They're made with high-performance, skin-loving ingredients. They are 100% vegan and cruelty-free. And you know that I love a good upside twist for any company that we support. And Thrive Cosmetics helps women in need thrive by donating funds or products. So some of the causes that they donate their money and products to include women emerging from homelessness, women who are surviving domestic abuse, and women fighting cancer. And I love that aspect of this company. I have been wearing one of their most popular products for the past couple of weeks, their Thrive Cosmetics Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. Now, it has given me awesome lashes. You've seen it on my Instagram stories. You've said that you love it. So, 
Why not buy from a company where you love the way you look and you love their message as well? Start thriving and help women in need today by going to thrivecosmetics.com slash upside. Use the code upside for 15% off your first purchase. That's thrive, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S.com slash upside and use the code upside for 15% off. If you read the pick me up newsletter that went out yesterday afternoon, you already know what I'm about to say. But if you didn't, one, subscribe, go to callieandjeff.com and just click on the newsletter tab and give us your email address. We'll send it to you. Uh, And two, listen to this brilliant idea that I think all of us should do because I, Valentine's Day, I get its place but it annoys me. Jeff has always not liked Valentine's Day, but I will give you credit because you do um, support my need for Valentine's Day love. Well, what I'm going to do this year, and I would like everybody to do this. If you're getting a Valentine for someone, don't give them the Valentine on the 14th, on Friday, right? Mm -hmm. But then just open up your calendar, pick three random days between now and the end of the year. And on those three days or five, or two, or one, or 10, however many you want, on those random days, treat that person the same way you would on Valentine's Day. So go buy them some candy. You're the best. Go get them a card, because you don't, I mean, for Valentine's Day, jewelry, I think you give jewelry, but other than that, it's more of a token gift type thing. You know what I mean? It's not like- Like a, hey, reminder, I love you. Correct. So- just get like a t- like so so ran- so like in on June seventh, you could just get a random card and a note, but go put it in your calendar now for the yes. rest for the rest of the year and and have it be Valentine's Day two, three, and four. I love that. So, you're so sweet. I, I think you you could give classes and how to be an awesome spouse. I could. I should. Speaking of Valentine's Day, did you have any? crushes when you were a kid, like celebrity, or you can admit right now who your crush was that never knew. Uh, I'll take either. Celeb. Well, what did it wouldn't make a difference if I told you who you wouldn't be embarrassed to say your crush right now. Cause I totally would. No. Oh, I would. <laughs> I don't think, uh, there's a girl who lived on our street named Nicole. Oh, but you know what? It's different for you. Cause you're not from here. Yeah. I live here. So there's like a small chance that somebody would know my crush that I knew hated me, but you know, I was like so in love with him and then I would be embarrassing myself. So let's stick with celebrity crushes. I have two that come to mind. Uh, one was Samantha Fox. I, was Samantha Fox? she was, uh, she was like a pop rock pop. She was Alanis Morissette before Alanis Morissette. Uh, and Avril Lavigne. I'm sorry. I don't know who that is. She wasn't Alanis Morissette. I meant to say Avril Lavigne. She was like Avril Lavigne before. Okay. She was like Avril Lavigne meets nasty Britney Spears. Okay. So like kind of like a rocker chick. Okay. So I had her poster up. She only had like two or three. Now where would guys get a poster of said? Spencer's Gifts. Oh, yeah. And, and then uh, my other one was Olivia Newton-John, specifically the Olivia Newton-John who is on the fold-out physical album. <laughs> what? You asked. <laughs> who are yours? Devin Sawa. Who is that? You don't know who Devin Sawa is? No. Haven't you ever seen Now and Then? Casper? No. Oh, <laughs> 
He was a babe. And I actually Instagram stalked him because I forget why something was going on on my Instagram. And I was like, oh my gosh, I wonder what happened to Devin Zawa. <laughs> and he's like kind of dark and vibey now. Um, and then also Jonathan Taylor Thomas was like a super, super hot stuff. That was, he was the home improvement kid, right? Home improvement kid. Josh Hartnett. Yeah. Okay. Do you remember him? Uh-huh. And, you know, at that point, I think like Ben Affleck was starting to come in the picture, but those were like the teen heartthrobs. And who was the guy that played, um, he played the, gosh, what's his name right now? I'm thinking Tristan, but that's not his name. He played, um, Hillary, you will not know this, but Hillary Duff's opposite in a Cinderella story. No, I do not know that person. Oh my gosh. What's his name? He played Tristan, I think, on Gilmore Girls. You're going to get 50 DMs. I am. Oh, my gosh. What is his name? This is going to drive me absolutely nuts. All right. Here are my three random things, and then uh, we'll call it a show. Uh, Random thing number one, the one question that you can use to reveal somebody's true personality is to ask them what they think about other people. Because if you ask somebody, that sounds like kind of a trap. It does because people tend Chad Michael Murray. What? Sorry, Chad Michael Murray. That's who the hot guy was. Oh, got it. Okay. Uh, people tend to see if they're more of their own qualities in other people. So if you ask somebody to describe people and they say, "Oh, they're pretty generous," or "They're pretty selfish," or "They're pretty resilient," those are the things that they recognize in their own. Have you heard me say that before? No. Have you said that before? Well, here's where in the context that I've said something very similar is when people pick on you or call you out on things or are nasty to you about something in yourself, usually it's what they're insecure about themselves or they, it wouldn't even be in their realm. So if someone's like, like if somebody's giving you crack, crap about your, someone's giving you crack, (laughs) if somebody's giving you crap about your radio voice. It's probably because they they are insecure about their own radio voice. Probably got it. Yeah, makes total sense. Mm-hmm. Um, for years and years and years, the number one most attractive personality trait was sense of humor. So if you ask somebody, members of the both, uh, who doesn't like someone that's funny? And uh, but guess what? Number one now is huh? Kindness and understanding. Yeah. Kindness has overtaken sense of humor as being the most attractive personality trait. Uh, Number two is sense of humor. Number three is intelligence. Number four is fun loving. And number five is being excited. What does fun loving mean? To me, it's somebody who, I guess, you know, like if there's fun, they love it. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like good explanation. Like I think people who go to McDonald's a lot, I'm loving it. Yeah. Those people. Yeah. I don't think that's really probably what they were going for, but I've never understood that saying like fun loving, like what? WebMD.com had this survey online and I think it's totally wrong. It says 50% of Americans lie when they talk to their doctors. Wrong. I think it's 100%. Oh, 100%. If you can call me and tell me that you talk to your doctor and give them a hundred percent honesty. You call and let me know because I do not believe that anyone does. Especially that form at the beginning where it's like alcohol in an average week. How many drinks do you have? Oh, my gosh. In my head, I'm like, no week is average. Well, my problem with that is I probably drink four or five glasses of wine a week, which is at the high end of that spectrum. But they're all on the weekends. Well, and you might have. And then it says five plus. That's judgy. 
<laughs> and you, <laughs> and I think when you drink wine, you drink it all in one night. So like you'll go out to dinner and have a glass of wine or two, and then we'll come home and you'll have a glass of wine or two. But like, that's it. You're not getting up the next morning. Having- Which kind of makes me sound like a little bit of an alcoholic, but I just don't drink during the week because I can't afford to because I get up so early. Well, and no, it doesn't make you sound like an alcoholic. I think that's what most people do, right? Well, no, I guess if you have a glass of wine every night. Yeah. So anyways, I feel like There's just no way. And if they didn't weigh you, I bet people would lie about that too. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. We do want to acknowledge, because a big part of our show is being super real and super authentic, that if you saw Callie's Instagram post on Tuesday... She posted that that we are, again, this month, not pregnant. And she's doing that because, and correct me if I'm wrong, but you're doing that because you want to empower women who take pregnancy tests and they're and they want them to be positive, but they're coming back negative, right? Yeah. I mean, a lot of my social media feed right now is pictures of people's babies or pregnancy announcements. And I wanted it to, I was too upset to post a picture of myself this morning because I was really upset about it. But um, I just wanted to post something on the internet to say, hey, for those of you that are taking a negative pregnancy test, so, so did I. Yeah. So because we're all about community and we didn't talk about it at all in today's show, but... Uh, we will talk about it. You know, the process, it, it, it is something that will come up, but we just wanted to acknowledge that we're not avoiding it. Yeah. I just didn't have it in me to, but we are avoiding it. Like we're right, not, we're purposely avoiding it, but we're not acting like I didn't do that, do that. Yeah. So we just, I just don't have it in me to do it on today's show. And, you know, it's a sensitive topic and an in-depth thing. And I'm still feeling super sensitive about it today. So, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm sad today, but um, I'll be fine. It's just one of those things. And before you pick up the phone to call us or start typing something into your phone, go read her post. Because there's, we're not really taking input at this juncture, right? Right. My name is Jayla, and I'm nine years old, and I'm here to answer your question about what are the four things that you need to have to have a good day. My first thing is to wake up at a good time and eat a good breakfast. My second thing is to not have any tests at school. My third thing is to talk to my friends and family. And my fourth thing is to have some kind of time where I can, like, just draw or go on my phone and do something mindless. That's all I have to say. Bye, guys. Love you. Callie and I have been sleeping on the Elite Spartan Mattress by Brooklyn Bedding. This has individually encased coils and proprietary comfort foams with a smart fabric cover. Now, here's what makes the Spartan so advanced. It actually absorbs your body heat and transforms it into far infrared rays of energy. And then they get emitted back to you for a far more restorative sleep. I don't know how the technology works. I just know that this is the greatest mattress I have ever owned. 
If you are looking for the best sleep ever at factory direct prices, go to brooklynbedding.com. Mattresses start at $499, but you'll save 25% off everything using the promo code UPSIDE25 at brooklynbedding.com. American owned and American made. They own the sleep solution because they own the factory. Hey, Callie and Jeff, this is Angie from Indianapolis, Indiana. And first off, I'm going to say how much I love this podcast and how much um, it has helped me see things better and see the upside of everything. So keep doing what you're doing. I love it. Um, I'm now playing it in the morning so my husband hears it, which he needs that. So anyway, I'm listening to today's podcast, which is Friday. And Jeff, you're nailing the crime junkies. The petty crime junkies. Oh, my God. I am in tears. I am laughing. And keep keep doing this. Keep keep those coming because I am I'm loving it. So you guys have a fantastic day. Take care. I uh, love y'all. Bye. Hey, Kelly and Jess. This is Taylor from Covington. I just have to tell you the weirdest thing that just happened. I'm just sitting there scrolling through Facebook, and I get a weird random Facebook ad for compression leggings and weird compression things to wear on your arms and feet and all this. And I'm thinking, what in the world? Why am I getting this ad? And then I realized they're listening. They heard Kelly talking about her injuries from her compression leggings. The Facebook ad reviews have gone to a whole nother level now. Bye. Hey, Kelly and Jeff, it's Melissa. First time caller. Um, I've listened since day one. I had to pause episode 170 talking about Jeff's confidence talks and hearing Callie talk about the impact it has when you come home and how much you have to rally behind yourself and how it really is hard on a family. Um, My husband worked in retail management for a couple of years and came home defeated every shift. And it's hard because you want to rally behind them and boost their confidence and give them everything they need. But but in some respects, you question, how do you make it better when you're not there? Long story short, he ended up getting fired, just like you, Jeff. Um, It was probably the scariest thing we've ever had to face as a family. Fast forward almost one exact year later, and he is now working for himself. Yeah, money's tight. We get by, but he is happier than he's ever been. He's home more for our kids. And honestly, I couldn't be more proud of the family and the man he is now because he was resilient. And even though it scared me to death, having him not have a job, we figured it out. So I just wanted to share my two cents about that. Thanks for everything. Keep keep doing what you're doing. Love you guys. Bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff. This is Karen from Smyrna. I don't want to be anonymous. And I'm putting it out there in the universe that one day... When you guys get big enough, as you're going to, I want to work for you guys in some capacity because you're amazing. What you stand for is amazing. And I love you guys. And one day when you get there, I want to work for you. Thank you so much. Thank you for all you do. Thank you for the upside. Bye, guys. Jeff, I'm hearing you talk about how some of your executives were giving you directives and you felt like they didn't like know what they were talking about in the industry. And that's how teachers feel all the time. To be a principal um, in my state, you only had to have taught for three years. It doesn't really make you an expert 
So a lot of times the people that are making decisions, um, school board members, you know, principals, even early superintendents, a lot of them do not have a lot of experience actually in the classroom. So it's a little bit frustrating when people tell me what to do in my classroom when they don't even know what they're talking about. Super frustrating. Bye. I'm truly thankful that we're all here. And if you just started your journey here, welcome aboard and enjoy the ride. No matter where you're at in life, be it a high or low, it's always better when you're looking to it from the upside.